welcome to Chosen Royalty. I'm here for you today because I love you. I'm here for you today, people of God, because we have a crisis in in our world today. We have a crisis. There I just, at last night, there last night I was up and it came to me a crisis on there was a news channel that reported to uh, YouTube of people fleeing and for reasons and purposes that I'm not going to speak um, on all of that. You can research all of this yourself. But we have a time in our nation right now where there's a lot of terror and fear. And you have a multitude of people who are scared, who are crying out for God's help. Who are overwhelming airplanes to get out and away from fear. People are falling from planes because they cannot fit inside of the planes that are trying to escape from the issue of fear and what's going on on the other side of the world. There is a lot of fear of takeover. There's a lot of fear of not being in control of your own lives anymore. There's a lot of fear of someone else snatching your own, your whole way of life, your whole way of living, throwing it all away with you in their hands you and your life in their hands for something that they believe or something that is evil in their hearts where it goes against the law of Jesus the law of God and it goes against the new covenant Jesus Christ died for it goes against it all when I speak these things unto you I know that those who are listening and if you are in the situation God be with you grace and mercy be unto your life and I pray that God rescues you I pray over your life but I already know deep down in my heart with my faith God has already overcome this world and this situation God knows already what will happen. God has taken care of it already. It is already done. For it was ringing in my head and I knew that it was already done. I heard that and I knew to let you know. God wanted me to let someone know everything has been taken care of. And I have written these things in my word of what is to come 
And we should have prepared our hearts and our minds and our spirits for this very moment. As I was listening to um, a speech today. And the speech, I believe it was from Priscilla Shearer. She was speaking about having so much faith in God. And when people are crying for help, there was... In the Bible, there was Habakkuk. I hope I'm saying it well, but Habakkuk who was crying for help and was waiting for God's answer. And he was waiting for God's answer. The Lord replied two times to Habakkuk. Mind you, there's only three chapters in Habakkuk. But even in them times, even in those 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 cries... And on the Lord's uh, response, God, God knew he was going to wait on him. Those of you who are in the crisis or in anything right now crying for help. I ask, and I ask that you do one thing like Habakkuk did. Wait on God. Have faith. Have faith. Build your faith to wait on God. Wait on him. He will answer you. He's coming to your rescue. Chosen ones too. I'm begging. I'm begging you for sure. You know your faith is so strong. You know that God has already given you the heart and mind to be faithful. Be strong. And know that he is God. Be still and know that he is God. Yes, that just came that just came to be God. Said in his word, be still and know that I am God. For he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. God always is a comfort to our hearts and our minds. He won't let you go. He won't let you go. I promise you. He'll hold on to you. He'll give you peace. He'll give you strength. Can I tell you in Psalms 46 and 1. I want to let. I want to just give you some. I want to give you a little peace in your heart. Saying God said he is our refuge and strength. And he's always, always ready to help in times of trouble. Okay. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Do not fear. God knows. And in for in that same chapter, chapter 46 of Psalms, verse 10 reminds us, be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation, no matter what this world plays out or how it plays out we shall all know that we need to be still and know that the Lord is our God and he will be honored in every situation he says I will be honored throughout the world the Lord of heaven's armies is here among us the God of Israel is our fortress 
the God of Israel is our fortress. He is our comfort, guys. The Lord of Heaven's armies will be here to protect you. He knows where your heart is. He knows where he needs to be for his people. So be still and know that he is God. And just to follow, I'm going to go to Habakkuk. And I want you guys to know that God has given us something to to ponder about in the midst of his coming because he knows what is going to happen before we even get to revelation god had already spoken this and the prophet habakkuk had received this in a vision and he knew and had stated these things because habakkuk's vision was not wrong and when he received these things he made sure god made sure that he got it right because he wanted him to write it on a tablet he spoke right and when god says right god wants us to write it down he wants you to write it down so you will be sure that what he has given you is from him and it will be so because it is written it is written for those those who God has spoken you to write something and I'm also I'm 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 not going to not going to tell myself cuz I know that God has given us all visions God has given us something somewhere along the way to warn us to tell us we have written we have yet to write it down we have said okay I know this was I thought about this or I dreamed about this and we didn't write it down when God wanted us to write it down. He says, write those things down on a tablet, on a pen and paper. So it could be made clear that yes, this was for me. You get the revelation out of what I'm saying in you with your spiritual ears. I need you to write it on a tablet. God said to him when Habakkuk had a complaint about the world I read he had a complaint about what's going on and why evil got a chance to do what they had they wanted to do when they had a when they had a opportunity to just do to just treat God's people who have been giving God everything give it praising God and the evil got a chance to go around and do God's people wrong he wanted to know from God. No, yet Habakkuk didn't, he did not question, he didn't question God like he was confused or he was crying for help. And he just asked God, I'll wait. I'll sit back and watch and wait for your answer of why that, why do they get a chance to harm the good but as well as just as he knew that Habakkuk knew that I wanted God to relieve me in this time. I want God to relieve me. I'm, I'm calling on our Lord and Savior. I'm calling on God, our Father. I, I just want to know God has saved all others from anything that's going on and, uh, and you know in all fear and, and trembling but why why does a good 
the good people have to fear tremble and get hurt and be misused abused and given up their lives for their own pleasures he says how long O lord must i call for help but you do not listen violence is everywhere i cry but you do not come to save and i'm reading this habakkuk that was from the chapter 1 verse 2 and i read this from the new living translation excuse me he says must i forever see these evil deeds why must i watch this misery Wherever I look, I see destruction and violence. I am surrounded by people who love to argue and fight. The law has become paralyzed. And there is no justice in the courts. The wicked far outnumber the righteous. So that justice has become perverted. Habakkuk was at the moment realizing that we're sitting back looking at evil deeds going on right here in our faces. We're watching this misery, misery go on with the people of the land. We're sitting here looking at people trying to escape, falling to their deaths, doing the extreme and getting killed out on the other side of town. Just and right, you know, and it's bothering Habakkuk. It's 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 really as him being a prophet and a good man standing back watching this and having a spirit of good he's seeing these things and wanted to know god why must we suffer why must why must we suffer this justice has become perverted he says they're playing around in the courts they're playing around with what should and shall happen where's where is our protection where are the people in council who can speak up to get something done? We can't. It's taking over. Where are you? Is what he's saying. The Lord replied back to him and said, Look around at the nations. Look and be amazed. For I'm doing something in your own day. God was telling us there, I'm doing something right now. I've already... I already know how the end will turn out. But right now in your day I'm doing something. Don't think God is just up in heaven. Sitting on the throne watching us. And eating popcorn. No. God is doing something. Right now. And it's for his glory. For the evil. And for the chosen. For the people of God. He is doing something. Right now. He says something you wouldn't believe even if someone told you about it. Even if someone came and told you what God was doing, you wouldn't believe it. God knows what he's doing before we even do. And God already has a plan. He's saying that I know that I've got this plan. I've already done it. Even if it was explained to you and had someone given it to you on pen and paper, you probably still wouldn't believe or know what I am doing for us. So he, he sees the future. God sees the future. Only he sees 
what is to come and why and what he's doing for we have no say in none of this and we cannot govern or stop what is God's will but God says I know I know what I'm doing here he says in 6 I'm raising up the Babylonians a cruel and violent people they will march across they will it wasn't a must or a maybe or a probably. God never put probably in what he's doing. Because God is sure. Probably means I am not sure. I'm not very sure. It could be. It could not be. But I don't know. God is not saying probably. He says they will. So when he's speaking about raising the Babylonians for a moment, he's saying they will march across the world and conquer other lands. They are notorious for their cruelty and do whatever they like. God knows how they are. He already knows exactly how they are. Just like God knew exactly how Pharaoh was going to be when Moses, he sent Moses to talk to Pharaoh. He knew what Pharaoh was going to do and he wanted Moses to turn back around and he knew Moses was going to come to him again. That's where God is saying, I want to see if you're going to come back to me when it don't go your way. Are you coming back to me? You came back to me. You asked me what to do next. We follow God. He goes before us at all times. We ask him, where do we need to be? What do we need to be doing at this moment? Where do we need to go at this moment? Because your present time is nothing else but a gift there that God is giving you that present moment, this present time right now, not the past, not the future, because you don't even know that yet. And even God told you, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> even God told you what your future was, you wouldn't believe it. However, the will of God will play out. You wouldn't believe it. So you of little faith. We grow our faith in God. By believing. Believing what you don't see. You don't see it's happening. But we know that God has everything under control and this present time nothing like this present time right now we need to find out what it is God wants from us what does God want us to do get on our knees and consult with him we are his creation and you all should know that he wants us to consult in him don't call another consultant don't do that consult with him first he gets the first spoken word from your mind when your mind thinks you shall ask God ask God and he will direct the thoughts in your mind he will direct them like a director he is the if you are the movie God made it from beginning to end he will direct it all So God already knows how they are. He knows what they're doing in this time. God says their horses are even swifter than cheetahs. So he makes these horses fast to do the work of the Lord. And he's saying they're they're fiercer than wolves at dust. So they're they're even they're even harder 
they're even more 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 angry than a wolf in the midst of hunger he knows what these Babylonians will do and for you who are listening I just want you to know that God already knows what these people are planning to do and what they are doing and how and what anger is built down inside of them and why they're feeling the way that they are feeling because God has a plan and he's telling us in Habakkuk we have not even gotten into revelation yet but God is already telling us he's doing something in your own day and he's saying this in Habakkuk now y'all can laugh at me for saying his name wrong God father forgive me but God just wanted me to direct this but and I'm just gonna get it out how I feel like I am saying it correctly but I hope that we move on with the word of God and know what he's saying versus concentrating on me saying something saying the wrong pronouncing the wrong word I am working for the Holy Spirit for for God who works through the Holy Spirit in me so I'm saying to you right now I'm saying God knows that they will come all bent on violence and their hordes will advance like a desert wind and sweeping they're gonna sweep captives ahead of them like saying they scoff at kings and princes and scorn all their fortresses they'll tear down all your protection people who are planted to do these things where you are giving terror and, and, and fear in your heart terror and fear in your heart they will they will tear down every place of protection where you go so think if you're thinking I know I know things in my life right now and this is is focusing on on you in your situation things in my life right now are being torn up and all evil is 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 is, is breaking loose and i know fa- that the father is here where are you lord it's evil all around and every time i go somewhere for protection my protection is being torn down and scorched and burned and every i can't get i can't get help over there i can't move and go i can't run here i can't run there it's all being torn down hmm God knew these things will happen because that is why we try so hard. We try so hard to do all we can to try to save ourselves, but it's not about us. It's about the glory of God and giving him what he wants from us and enduring until the end that's what he wants endure to the end because i have a a a a great ending for you when you endure what it is to endure and go through this but call on me it is your faith and belief that's going to set you free it is i couldn't make this up God also says that they'll sweep past these 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 individuals the things in your life just think about they'll sweep past like the wind and are gone it's gonna come and it's gonna go it's gonna come it's gonna go yes 
And God says, even with this, even with the pile of things going on around you, with all these people looking and mocking you, mocking all the kings and princes, mocking, mocking the big people, the leaders, the people around us who are supposed to be here to protect us, they're mocking and laughing. Because of their own guilty pleasures. God said they are deeply guilty for their own strength. Their own strength is their God. For those who are who are going through a moment of asking why. Why do these people, the enemy, continues to do this? Why are they boggling? Why are they, why are they doing all these things? I'm so scared. Their own strength and knowing what they could do. is surrounded and captive it's captivating them they're being held by their own minds thinking it's in their strength that they can control the situations here on earth for did God allow this to happen yes God is our love but guess what even in their spirit the people who are pounding fear into the children of God even in their own strength in their own strength that is their God they're arrogant behind their strength I'm so powerful behind this I'm powerful behind what I stand behind I'm powerful behind me and making whatever they're doing their God now if you can clearly remember if you are um, if you are a child of God in your head right now I want you to think about the new covenant when Jesus died on the cross what did God ask for us to do the laws that God said were the very most important laws that were the top and the head of any law that he had given Moses think about what he said in his word about us what did he want us to know when Jesus died now I want you to take that and remember that when God was telling us that the Babylonians made their own strength their God hmm now Habakkuk wasn't through he still had a second complaint on. he says oh Lord my God my Holy One you are eternal and see I love that he approaches God in such a way that he knows when he is approaching the throne, he only recognizes the one true only God. He only recognizes the one true only God who is eternal, who is the only one, who is the holy one. And he says, my holy one. Oh Lord, my God. You who are eternal. He says, he begs, surely you don't plan to wipe us out. Surely you don't plan to wipe us out. Oh, Lord, oh, oh, our rock, our rock. We know he is our rock. He's our foundation. He's there. He says, 
You have sent these Babylonians to correct us, to punish us for our many sins, but you are pure and cannot stand the sight of evil. We know God does not like evil. He is not that type of God. So Habakkuk is saying, oh, I know, I know he's not this type of God. Lord, surely you didn't send them. Surely they must have come from the enemy. Surely you didn't send them to wipe us out. Then he says, but you are pure. You cannot stand the sight of evil. Will you... Will you wink at their treachery? Will you just will you come down and, and and sit in the midst and look at all this treachery going on? Should you be silent while the wicked swallow up people more righteous than they? Where in your life have you seen things happen? Where have you seen things happen in your life and you said, Oh Lord, I know, Father God, that you would not allow all of this calamity around me to happen and all of the things that is going wrong in my life. Surely you're not. And I'm praising God and I'm and I'm giving you my all. I'm coming to you in the morning and I thank you for waking my life this morning. And I'm asking for guidance and I'm looking to you, looking to the heavens and things are still not going right. And it's gonna it's gonna tear me down and and this surely you didn't cause all of this, my Lord, my my holy one. You're too good to love and want to see evil here. You're too good to want to see evil. Especially on your children. It's what Habakkuk is, is, is crying out to God. He asked him, should you be silent while the wicked swallow up, up people more righteous than they? Are we only fish to be caught and killed? Are we only sea creatures that have no leader? Must we be strung up on their hooks and caught in their nets while they rejoice and celebrate? We don't want the same people who tear us down or the same things of the world to tear us down and then get benefited by it. How many times have you seen you do everything right or know that you've done everything right? Women, children, men, when have you done everything right and then you feel like I'm still like the fish of the sea. I still get hung up and caught by evil. By evil things. By things that are not right. By things that keep catching me. I keep having mistakes happen to me. Or I keep getting in all type of trouble back and forth things around me are not working because I am calling on you so things are going the opposite way for me but those who are evil and wicked who talk behind people back people who are are doing things that they're not supposed to do oh my god holy spirit thank you jesus people who people who are people who are who are cursing all day long when my mouth stays pure and, and my heart stays right on you. And people who are doing things that you know that they're not supposed to be doing. Who are who who are keeping who are keeping treacherous things around them and allowing their friends to do things in front of their face while they laugh and they sit back and drink on the things that are of evil. 
They celebrate. They have parties. They drink liquor. And they enjoy life. And wake up with no worries the next morning. How can that happen? And I know I'm praising you all day long. But I continue to run into things that keep taking me captive and keeping me in a hole I can't bounce back or I can't fall into I can't fall into peace or I can't fall into wealth anywhere I'm losing all my money I'm paying a bill back and forth I'm fixing my car I'm helping my family fix theirs and I'm going broke and I, I don't have a meal next and I don't know where to go Why must we feel this way? He goes on to say, these nets, they will worship their nets and burn incense in front of them. These nets are the gods who have made us rich, is what they say. And Habakkuk asks, will you let them get away with this forever? Will they succeed forever in their heartless conquest? After Habakkuk approached God again with his second complaint. And when it is written in the word as a complaint, God, as even surely as Habakkuk was just wondering why and wondering should he should he stand back and just it's just and just watch this happen how can he get out of the mist how can he get out of this and not be surrounded by what he was going through he god still says that was a complaint because if we knew that God has a plan for us in our life then things will not be a complaint anymore it will be part of God's will it's not a complaint it is part of God's will we cannot complain about these things it is part of God's will and he says God said this is his second reply in which he wanted to break things down for you and for everyone plain and simple and God is I love that he makes things so simple for us and tells us to do things and he says he wants us to be right when we are he says write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runny a runner can carry the correct message to others and this is exactly what's happening when Habakkuk wrote this it's Lord's the Lord's reply in a vision when he saw this in God's reply to him he said write this in tablets we got it right here right here in the bible for us because he had written it and now that it is in tablets we can recite exactly what it is that God replied and said he wanted us to give the word just like he saw it in the vision and he says the vision is for a future time it describes the end and it will be fulfilled if it seems slow in coming wait patiently 
for it will surely take place it will not be delayed things that i'm saying is exactly what habakkuk waited waited on he climbed up to the tower in the very first very first scripture in habakkuk 2 he climbed up to the tower and he waited on god because he wanted god to respond he knew god was going to respond that's why he says he waited he wanted to climb up to his watchtower and stand at his guard post that's like you asking god for for assistance and needing help with something that is difficult where are you gonna go where's your guard post go into your closet and pray and wait on God just as Habakkuk did surely he knew God was coming to give him an answer he waited on God God says he says the vision is for a future time it describes the end and it will be fulfilled be comforted my people be comforted my people god has a will for all of us he knows what's best for us even in fear right now if you can calm the spirits of fear because it is not from god it is not from him i promise you it is not from him the spirit of fear is not from god in the moment of the calamity and terror and fear you feel right now i know right now deep down you can feel that god is god a god of peace and he does have something for us all but our eternal life is what we are living for not the life you have right now and he also said it in his word it doesn't matter if we are alive or dead when jesus come back it doesn't matter if you are alive or dead. When Jesus comes back, remember, our lives we live is for your eternal life. It is for your eternal, not right now. This old body will go down back to ashes. Your spirit within you who leaves an impression on everyone and everybody is what will live forever if it be God's will God has the power over your spirit and your soul and you want to bow down to him and no other gods only God our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ he is the only one we look and answer to because Jesus is going to save you from what's going on in your life. And supernatural things can happen at any time. The, you make the Lord your God everything. Everything. Even in the midst of fear. Please remember... God says, look at the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked. But the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. Remember faith? Remember having so much faith that you believed everything someone said? You have faith in people. Can you imagine if you had that much faith in God what would happen like you have in people? 
when you work two when you work two whole weeks, you have faith that you're gonna get a paycheck or a direct deposit, right? I want you to have that same faith. I want you to have that same faith in God. The same faith you have in that paycheck coming. And that's not even promised. Anything goes on with money, computers, the system, your job. And, and Lord bless it. And hopefully you're doing something in purpose that you love. So we bless and, and, and we ask God to touch you in the midst of wherever you are and what you're doing. And give you increase. But the same faith that you have in that position you need to have in God. He wants it for you. Right now, he wants you to have that faith. And he says the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. Wealth is treacherous. And the arrogant are never at rest. Mm. They open their mouths as wide as the grave. Mm. Mm. And like death, they are never satisfied. Mm. For us right now, he is telling, he's telling you. Just as you are proud to speak and open your mouth and be as arrogant as you possibly can to know of something, you don't know a thing because opening your mouths is just as wide as the grave. The grave is for sure. We know we all have to do it, right? Just like an arrogant person, they are so for sure. They're for sure on things. But you are not sure. You can only live for the present. You can't live for the future. So how can you be sure? Because God can change a thing in a minute. I'm sorry this is so long. But the Holy Spirit wanted me to work through Habakkuk today. It is something that was. It's it's something that was. It's most ignored by. A lot. Of people. But those who are you reading your Bibles. You already know. You already know that it is a powerful three chapters in Habakkuk that could be meditated on and applied to the word to your spirit the way it resonates with you. And just as I resonate with these things in my spirit, I am speaking and just teaching how it could resonate in yours. Maybe it's resonating in the, in the same aspect, but in a different way from the things going on with you but to get the revelation is the most important thing that I want you to do is to get it in the spirit and you catch on I'm not trying to convince you of anything I'm doing this is not for me I don't care about a view even if it touches one or two people I don't have to have a thousand people a thousand views I hope that it reaches as many that it could help but even if it only helps the two God wants it to touch I pray to God that it helps you in the spirit it helps you resonate with the word and to read upon what God said in every part in every piece of his word in every piece of the truth know what is being said and we do not forget or count out any and everything he's saying in his word in his holy word so 
It says, In their greed they have gathered up many nations and swallowed up many people. But soon their captives will taunt them. They will mock them, saying, What sorrow awaits you thieves? Mm. Now you will get what you deserve. You've become rich by extortion. But how much longer can this go on? Mm. I see the faith in God right there. Mm. Right there, the captives of those who are proud and arrogant and know who those people who just know that what they're doing to God's people is going to benefit them in their own strength as they idolize everything they're doing because they feel that the power that they have controls it all. But let me tell you something. The captives who have God on their side sits back just like Jeremiah. And I know, huh? Oh, I feel like Jeremiah said this is a Jeremiah season. Cause I know that I felt when Jeremiah got powerful and knew that Lord the Lord was speaking before him and put the words in his mouth. He knew that no matter what, what you do to me, he was held captive. He was a captive also because he was speaking about warnings of the Lord, how the Lord will punish those and how the Lord will come before any and everyone for he tried to speak the truth of what God said and what God wanted them to stop doing and they didn't want to listen so they locked Jeremiah up they they get they put him through so much mm. Mm, mm, mm. they held him captive but he still spoke behind those bars he still spoke even locked up he still spoke about what God said and he didn't blink his eye when they were doing wrong just like these people who were mocking these captives and will taunt them it is only for the evil we don't mock what is righteous we mock what that was is evil by being proud for the lord knowing we speak up for him knowing we speak about his his grace and his mercy and what he will do and we speak about what he is going to do to, to those who are unrighteous and won't and won't bow down to our one and only holy one our father god how much longer can this go on suddenly your debtors will take action they will turn on you and take all you have while you stand trembling and helpless mm. Mm. because you have plundered many nations now all the survivors will plunder you mm. This also, this touches me because when even in my spirit, it also lets me know, look, you're proud. You know that I've got this, I've got this, and I've got that. When you speak so much of what you don't know, you don't know what's coming back to you. What's going to come back on you? Everybody that 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 you think that, uh, I'm, I'm so proud, I'm so, but guess what? There's going to be a flip in the script. The debtor's coming back for you. Those with that what you have you owe god is coming back you're going to have to pay back all that you are doing to god's children god's holy angels who come and fight this his his army the lord of heaven's armies yes they're ready for battle and yes you're going to have to pay back what you're doing to me disturbing my peace my all the things all the spiritual gifts god has given me and you're trying to hold them captive for what (laughs) wow 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 
You have committed murder throughout the countryside and filled the towns with violence. And they say, what sorrow awaits you who build big houses with money gained dishonestly? You believe your wealth will buy security, putting your family's nest beyond the reach of danger. But by the mercies you are committed, you have shamed your name and forfeited your lives. The very stones in the walls cry out against you and the beams in the ceiling echo the complaint. What sorrow awaits you who build cities with money gained through murder and corruption? Has not the Lord of Heaven's armies promised that the wealth of nations will turn to ashes? He already said that all of this wealth and the money and the things that you gather, everything that you gather that is not of God, that are useless. This earth, the earthly things and the things of the world will be gone. What about your eternity? Have you thought about building the wealth there? Think about it, people. Think about it, children. Build the wealth for your eternity, not for your earthly bodies. Mm. I hear, I keep hearing in the back of my head, Brian Trejo's, Brian Trejo's song, he plays it. It's, I downloaded that song, and when I downloaded it, now I see that God plays it to me all the time, back and forth, called Let It Go. And I love Let It Go and all of Brian Trejo's songs. Actually, I can listen to all of his albums on repeat, a nonstop track by track. But if I hear Let It Go, it always reminds me that everything that glitters ain't gold. You got to let it go. The shiny things you see before you would soon disappear. It will go away eventually. And I heard Denzel Washington say, he says, you cannot carry, Denzel Washington said this, you cannot carry a U-Haul behind a hearse. Listen to it again. I want you to, I want you to meditate on what that says. It makes so much sense. You cannot carry a U-Haul behind a hearse when you are gone what's going to follow you in the grave are you going to pack up everything that you're holding on to and take it with you where are you going to put it there's no place for it in the grave so why are you making those things your God and you are taking those things and you don't want to let go and you're taking those things everywhere you are holding on to it being prideful of it and when it's time to release those things and let go so you can let God and let God give you spiritual gifts of peace and love and 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 all the fruits thereof that he wants to allow you to use on the earth to benefit and give him the glory to benefit others and give God all the glory why won't you use the things he's giving you right in your hands right in your hands my God he's giving it to you right here in your hands everything you need not everything that you have that you want those and the things that you have all those things were added onto you but it was only for a moment of pleasure God allowed you to utilize those things 
for your vessel right at the moment for right there for the moment of praise God giving you these things he's praising you he's giving you those things because of his grace he's giving you all the things he's got for you to momentarily enjoy but give it up don't love it too much to give it something away give it to someone who doesn't have it let them enjoy it in their lives when you give it up God will give you and restore and give you everything 10 times more he'll give you what you give up my God my God Ooh, that's another one that's another one that's another one that's another one okay he says they work so hard but all in vain for as the waters fill the sea the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of God Mm. I know God was tapping on my shoulder just a moment ago and I know it was getting very good but I can't let you go without telling you I'm, I'm going to let you guys go I know I've been talking but I, I just need to let you guys know this as he is continuously saying God wake up and save us please help us God responded I know all the things that these people are doing they're doing and I'm allowing them to so they can see what how they're idolizing other people but just they just don't know that I have all their hands I have all their lives in my hands and heaven's armies will help me gather those things and I will judge them when it is judgment day because when it all comes down to it in the end they will not be able to call on those wooden idols the things that they look up to the incense they burn the things that are not of God that they're idolizing they will soon come down he is going to break down everything and everything that you have you're idolizing it will not stand for God knows that even right now people who are in the midst of the calamity and fear and terror don't worry it's going to come to an end because God knows that I have control of all those who are doing wrong and just as they're doing wrong uh, they're going to sit in the midst of whatever it is that they're doing so continue it's hard to smile yes when you're going through things oh it's painful but guess what go to God ask God for protection over your spirit over your soul and allow you to walk through the pain and and the and the intimidation that the enemy is trying to place in your life because you won't get sucked in like a fish on a hook and you won't get caught into it so you are held captive when you have faith in God because you know he's going to deliver you so strengthen your faith love God and tell him my God I know I know you're going to make a way even in the desert mm. God will put rivers in the de- desert if he can part a red sea he can come through for you in the midst of this trouble in our nation 
pray for our nation. I love you all. Pray for our people. Pray for everyone who's going through something. Those who are scared and don't know where their life is. Those who are innocent in the hands. God knows that he is soon to pick out his people, his chosen, and save them. And if you continue reading in Habakkuk chapter 3, God is telling us he is saving his chosen people. For you are a chosen people. I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm going to go back and just real quick, I'm going to let you know how comforting it is to know that God says that, he says, get to it. He says, the sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. God knows that he's going to make you to be able to tread over the things going on in the world. So, therefore, you will not be left alone. Rejoice in the Lord and know that he's going to take you out. He's going to deliver us even, even in the midst, even in the midst of fear and trembling just know God did not give us the fear okay he did not give us the fear he's going to pick you out chosen people and he's going to lift you up he's going to take you out of the troubles that you are experiencing and God is going to give you a life full of abundance and just know this just know he's always waiting to save us he wants the glory in it all. And I love you, you guys. Here was my word. It was a little lengthy today. And my last word was probably a little lengthy. But it is something that needed to be said. God's placed this on my heart to tell you. And I also want you to know that you all are the salt and light of the earth. Okay? You are the salt and light of the earth. It depends on you to be the salt for God. If God made this world a big old piece of steak and everybody had to be salt to season their part if you were land if you were placed on that and I know it's crazy to imagine but and I'm just imagining my head that if this was land this land was made of food where would you sprinkle your salt would your salt be bland would your salt be seasoned well would you season or will you over season it God wanted us to season it. He sits up high and looks low. And he wants you to season it well. Don't over season. Don't under season. He's looking for you to stand out. Those who are under season. He's looking for you. He's giving you the strength. He's giving you the faith. He's giving you everything you need inside. To stand out and season your part well. And those who are over seasoning. I want you to know. Please back up off the season a little bit we love you but when you over season it shows that your pride and arrogance is getting a little too high you need to humble yourself for god's love a humble servant i love you so much be the salt and light of the earth season well i love you and i hope you guys love me back be blessed good day chosen royalty families how are you today i hope you're doing well um blessed be to you um i want to talk today 
just want to talk um yeah a lot of it's gonna be random but i just need to talk because see i was i was in my kitchen today well right now i'm still here but anyway um i'm in my kitchen today and i'm making something for breakfast i feel like some avocado uh, avocado toast with with uh plant-based eggs on top like i said i've been going i've been going on this uh vegan journey and i've been experiencing new things that i never thought i would like and i love the things that i'm experiencing that i'm trying out that god is showing me that hey the world is all not all about just a one way of life you know as far as like eating the same thing over and over again and getting tired of it chicken fish shrimp and you get tired of the same old things you don't know what to eat next so i've been experiencing different things and here i've been now trying to experience a vegan way of life because i'm getting out of the old my my old ways the old me the old candace so um here this way of life is so much easier sometimes it could be a little bit um don't believe the myths though you know when people say that it's expensive to eat healthy kind of but not really you know if you if you um see vegetables can be stretched out vegetables and things like that like when you buy raw veggies and stuff you can cut them up dice them up and stuff and then you can put them in ziplocs and and freeze those until you're ready to eat and make different dishes with that all you have to do is stretch the uh more liquefied things like plant-based eggs and um plant-based yeah like plant-based milks and stuff like that when you purchase those and make those yourself you have to make that like do you know but you can freeze everything else and continue to work with that in different meals you know soups or whatever sandwiches wraps and do those type of things but yeah i'm doing some avocado toast today and thank you thank the lord that he given me enough to uh you know take care of myself since now i'm here in the mornings by myself my kids are back in school um it was different when they're here in the summertime because the summertime i had three mouths to feed and my children don't eat like me so well my daughter does she's she's will eat whatever mommy eats and um she doesn't care if it's plant-based or not she'll eat it she'll try it um she's always been like that (laughs) she's just been my baby daddy's so and that's a good thing my son he ain't having that he's like a carnivore he's not having that he just won't meat he don't have to have no bread he don't have to have sides nothing else just give me the meat and some sauce meat barbecue sauce ketchup whatever uh whatever sauce just give me meat and some sauce and i've been trying to break him from being a straight carnivore not want anything else and now the only thing he will eat corn corn on the cob corn did i say that corn on the cob uh let's not forget to mention uh corn uh and tomatoes he loves like tomatoes like you know not me 
cooking them or anything i can just cut up a tomato put salt and pepper on it you know the old school way you know y'all did that back in the day and grandmama had y'all on that when she used to sit in a rocking chair and eat tomatoes y'all remember that uh so granny got him used to doing it all the time she would feed when he was a little younger she would feed him a cut up tomato put a little salt and pepper on it and he would just dig in and he still loves that he's 14 so yeah um oh isn't a blessed day in the lord y'all you know and i i just want to say you know even by me going vegan and doing this uh something a little different for my body i can really tell a difference in my body because of what i've been doing and just to sit and think about the scripture i'm looking at right now i have it hung up on my wall i love it and i glanced at it and it always you know it always reminds me always reminds me that i can do all things through christ who strengthens me isn't that beautiful you can do all things through christ through jesus christ who strengthens you he strengthens you and he gives you the power to do whatever you want to do philippians 4 and 13 now and when i think of that i think of oh i think of all the things that i said i i never could do or i can't do or i i think of all the things that i limited myself in and i'm just you know i don't want to reflect back to anything in the past that that will you know hinder my future or hinder what god has for me but i think about what where i could have uh changed and what can i do now so what could I have what what did I what did I mention that I cannot do and you know those things have really erased from my mind because there was some a lot of things because I was so I was such an introvert I I just felt like I could not do anything you know oh you know one thing was playing basketball so um I, I had always thought, you know, I can't play basketball I'm too short I'm literally like five foot even my kids call me 411 so I was like, I can't play basketball. I'm too short. I don't have the legs. I don't have the. But look at all the other players out there that's, that, that's playing. But look at Chris Paul. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you have some short basketball players. And, you know, they don't let that hinder them. They eat well. They work out. And they practice. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. And that goes for anybody who says that they cannot so if there's any teenagers or, or children listening to me in which i pray to god that we reach more kids i would like for teenagers to start getting into podcasts since they like to listen to all different type of things and if this, if this podcast reaches you so well you can you can teach someone else the things that you learn kids please you can teach adults things adults are never too old to learn something new from you you're the new generation you are the next big thing you have to carry on god's promises you have to carry on the positivity the encouragement the love and all of the fruits of the spirit because we need to instill that into you children i'm speaking to you adults it's not so hard to listen if you know you are not living right or you're not doing something you're supposed to do or you apply can't and you have um, a limited mindset, your structure of your, your mindset is not where it needs to be. If a, a child 
can encourage you listen to that child he sees innocence and he sees positivity and that's what god sees the same as a child god sees that that good in you you could do no wrong god sees it but but let me tell you something god also knows where your faith is and he searches your heart so if you are all down and you speak of christ you speak of Christ all the time. Let me tell you something. Don't be scared to listen to others, even if it is a child motivating you. That could be words from the Lord is an angel or the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who um, is here to listen. You don't know that who you're entertaining. You could be very well entertaining an angel through the eyes of a child or any other friend who is there for encouragement and to lift you up for in positive mind in a positive mindset and who is here to tell you and give you the basic this scripture basically i can do all things through christ who strengthens me and for those who have um this thought process about when about food i can never do this i can never go plant-based i can never be a, a vegan or a vegetarian or a flexitarian and all these other terrians that's out here don't think that you can't now i'm coming from a family my history my 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 ancestors my 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 um elder generation everybody and my in-laws my husband everybody around me eats what they want and there's no problem with eating everything because in the bible it does say god has placed everything on this earth for us to be well and whatever he places in it it's good to eat okay so you pray over it and everything will be all right but you have to know what's good for for your body and then if you are living in the in a um time in your life where you are having issues with your body because we we know immediately when there's an issue with our body and sometimes it is what we place in our body that makes our body act a certain way and if you if you are if you are experiencing something then maybe deep down inside that little voice that's telling you to stop eating this or maybe change your diet to see if that were or you know don't ignore it because when you change your diet maybe just maybe that's the medicine you need maybe consult with your physician about the about any and everything you know because if that physician is um, getting knowledge and wisdom from god above then after you pray and trust god and have faith then you can apply whatever you want to your lifestyle you can apply it to your lifestyle and it'll work for you okay and you know you talk to your physician about the lifestyle change you want to make and um you pray over it so god gives your physician the knowledge to give you the correct uh way to go and you know and those just those are people with health issues you know who are struggling with those things and trying to figure out a way because god wants us to look to him for his health for your health anyway anyway god controls it all 
all the systems in their body, all the organs running up and through it throughout there. He got it. He got you. Don't worry. He got you. You got to have faith. He got you. He won't let you eat anything that um, you're not supposed to eat. He won't let you uh, take the wrong things, the wrong medicine. You know for sure in your body what tells you no and what tells you yes. And if healthy, positive things like vegetables can be something you can just change because God placed plants and stuff on here for us to eat fruits with with seeds and all this all the all the good yummy stuff that we try to ignore um and everybody likes fruit I don't know one person who does not like fruit so you can apply that in your life for your sweets so he gives us a healthy balance to maintain our sugars and he gives us something to maintain our health and and because those uh plants and different herbs were were produced um from god for us they're also beneficial for um cleansing the body and correcting different diseases because when adam adam and eve was here god placed them god placed everything he they needed on earth for their health, their their for everything, for their children, for them to eat, for you know, it was good. It was good. Do you think God placed a medicine lab, like a laboratory that that goes back there, chops up uh, pills and and counts them and put them in a pill bottle and, and puts a prescription label on it for you? No, but he did. He he did make people. To have the knowledge to know what herbs and everything. What natural herbs to put together. For a different type of cleansing or a cleansing for the body. And they can make, they can put those herbs together and make a pill for you. A vitamin. A vitamin. And not a man-made um with all these other chemicals but a, a vitamin there for you for the assistance if you need to take vitamins for the body this goes out to me to you to everyone because once we change our our way of life our lifestyle in a positive way it will change everything else about us you're struggling with health issues you're struggling with weight loss with weight and you want to lose weight are you are you struggling with weight gain you have find the find something you can start off with and stay stick with that. If you want to do a dinner, lunch and dinner, um, or even a dent just a dinner. You want to start off with your dinners being uh plant based. You know, you have maybe you gotta wean yourself into the way of life, but if you do it, I guarantee it'll be for the positive in you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I'm telling you, I never would have thought that because everyone around me eats whatever they want. They're not trying to hear all that uh, <laughs> vegan stuff. No, I tried to get my husband. I, I even tried to sneak in uh, plant-based meatballs and, and replace them with hamburger meat. Ain't happening. Ain't happening, Captain. Ain't happening, Captain. He ain't for all that. No, he won't. He won't cow meat. You know, and my son, he loves dairy. 
And I mean, honestly, if you go and read up on uh, Mrs. Seba, Dr. Seba's wife, she has a website, International Herbs. Um, let me see if I'm going to get it right. We all can look into that. Thank you, Mrs. Seabye, for continuing the legacy. I love you so much. Um, I love everything about your you and your husband's study and how your family is continuing everything because I am so into herbal treatments. I love this. I actually, I the wisdom from God has helped me with different herbal treatments at home, curing different things and helping me to survive and i am so thankful to god that i was blessed to have the wisdom and knowledge from from god to to hover over me and jesus literally stayed by my bed 